Hello, Marys. Hi, Marys. So we're putting out a little bonus episode this week for you, uh, which is from the archives of our Only Marys episodes on Patreon. Yeah, it's all about safe zone drama. Colin, will you let us know, remind us what safe zone drama is? Oh my God, safe zone drama. It's one of my favorite things about Drag Race. It is when, uh, perfect example. This is, uh, spoiler alert, we are gonna talk about it in this episode, but it's a good point of reference to look forward to. In season three, when Yada Sophia and Alexis Mateo have to lip sync in the top four and Alexis is safe. And then she goes back to the safe zone with the other girls and she just starts to sob to the point where they basically have to stop eliminating Yada so that like Alexis can like hunch over and cry into her hands. And it is just the high drama of the safe Mm. zone. It's uh, there's so many examples, but that's one of my favorites. And so it is any time during a lip sync, during an elimination, during critiques where there's Queens in the back who are giving you like some good ensemble micro moments. Yeah. Sometimes you can see really great safe zone drama in the safe zone. The safe zone is what, you know, what's in the back behind the runway uh, you can see it during the lip sync and you kind of have to like adjust what you're looking at. You have to look past the lip syncers on stage to see it. And there's some really good things that happen. Very entertaining stuff. Yeah. And so we are in this bonus episode, which again is uh, at our $10 only Mary's level where oftentimes we get into some pretty personal stuff in our own lives, but sometimes we just queen out on these like really nerdy things like safe zone drama. Uh, so this episode is, we recorded this back in October of 2021, which feels like 8,000 years ago. And so this is specifically safe zone drama in seasons one, through 13 of the u.s rupaul's drag race um and so i think that also i think it's just those those seasons i don't think we covered all stars in this episode but uh it's you know uh it's a lot of safe zone drama yeah there's not a lot of safe zone drama in all stars mary because right the queens are on the side usually uh and then for the first two seasons maybe not the first season but the second season you know it wasn't it wasn't that type of show. I think that's. I think that it's all coming back to me now, Celine. That's why we didn't do for All Stars because it's like, well, there isn't really a safe zone. Uh, so anyway, we we will set all of this up in the episode. I know we kind of you know give our our, our you know opening dramaturgy to uh, safe zone before we get into each season. But here it is. And if you want access to part two, which goes into the international seasons and all of our other Only Mary's episodes and our Sister Mary's episodes at the $5 level, which it's so at that point, it's like 500 episodes maybe uh, in the archives. Um, it's all at patreon.com slash all right, Mary. Yeah, right now we are finishing up season four of UK. Uh, you know, Cheddar looks gorgeous as usual. Mm-hmm. And uh, obviously we're doing Dragula, but if you're not following along with Dragula and you're watching UK, you can sign up for the $5 level to follow us along uh, for that journey. And maybe you've watched Philippines, which we did on Patreon. So yeah, uh, lots is going on. Lots is going on this fall. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's, you know, uh, that's what we got for you. And the rest is, you know, uh, just safe zone drama. It's safe zone <laughs> drama. So, you know, yada no yodas. <laughs> this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. 
So I don't know about you, but I am no stranger to ordering furniture off the internet that you must then assemble at home. Oh, Mary, I have a dresser story I don't even want to get into. My favorite part of the whole experience, besides the guttural screaming, is the instructions that often require cracking the Da Vinci code to figure out how the drawers go in. Or what if, say, the bottom drawer goes in and just never comes out? And that's if you're lucky to get instructions at all. But luckily, we're not here to talk about the perils of ordering furniture off the internet. No, ma'am. But we are here to talk about getting stuck. We've all felt like that bottom drawer, whether you're changing jobs, starting a new family, or you're just not sure what you want to do next. While there may be no user manual to navigating life, therapy is about as close as you're going to get to understanding why you feel the way you do and how you can get unstuck. As the world's largest therapy service, BetterHelp has matched 3 million people with professionally licensed and vetted therapists available 100% online. Plus, it's affordable. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to match with a therapist. If things aren't clicking, you can easily switch to a new therapist anytime. It couldn't be simpler. No waiting rooms, no traffic, no endless searching for the right therapist. Learn more and save 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash allrightmary. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash allrightmary. All right, Mary. Mary, do you know what I love about Safe Zone drama? What do you love about Safe Zone drama, Mary? I love that it's another dimension of this reality show that sets it apart from other reality shows. That we get to see the cast be audience members. We get to see the cast have this, you know, we're calling it Safe Zone uh, drama, but we get to see them. They have to still stay standing in the back. You know, mm-hmm. uh, there's there's an element about that that just adds to the camp. Yeah, I think about Project Runway and how the model is, you know, you one by one go back into the room and it's like, are you in? Are you in? You know, and there's always mm-hmm. that moment. And but it's different. It that that there's no the only people who are present are pre- who are ones, you know, in the elimination process. In America's Next Top Model, once they get, you know, once there's a photograph in their hand and they get the photograph, where do those girls go? Oh, there is safe zone drama. There is. There is safe zone drama. Yes. Uh, Most notably, oh, I can't remember the season. Uh, I think it was the season where the girls were all five, under five, nine. Um, But Celia, and Mary's might remember Celia, she, after one girl is safe, she takes it upon herself to be like, excuse me, Tyra. She wants you to know that uh, the girl, and I can't remember her name, who you just said is safe, told everybody that she actually doesn't want to be in this competition. And then Tyra rips her a new asshole and is like, how dare you come up here and say that? How dare wow. you? Like, <laughs> I mean, it's like, it's like Pangina versus Mocha Diva on Drag Race Thailand of like, the next time you're going to do that, babe, pick yeah. a different way of doing it. Like, right. I love that. Right. Well, I think, you know, with, with Drag Race, there's there's the added element of, uh, you know, uh, which informs a lot of what we're going to be talking about today, is people reacting to performances and, mm. and kind of uh, being the background of a performance. And so there's... There's emotional reactions to decisions being made, but there's also kind of uh, reactions in the moment to what's happening. And so Drag Race, I think that's where they're unique, is that 
you have an audience. You've put the you've put the contestants in the audience, and then you put on a show. Sure. Yeah, I think that there are different kind of flavors of safe zone drama, right? It could be, oh my god, you're so stupid. Why are you crying right now? Right? Like you're so overdramatic. You're tired. You need to eat something. Right? It's been a long day. Kind of tears. Uh, then oh, there's my favorite. There's anger. Right? There's mm-hmm. uh, you know uh, there's there's relief. There's, there, there's sure there's relief. Yeah. There's there's uh, what am I? What's the word I'm looking for? I'm having trouble speaking today. Um, combating uh, fights uh, like when they're foes that's oh, sometimes like exposed that you know some animosity or yes. some um, sure I know what you mean like you know one I'm sure we'll talk about is Coco and Alyssa we uh-huh. kind of see a rivalry that's that's playing out and right um, yeah it's it's an interesting way of looking at the show because it is giving us another lens I mean yeah you could look at it as just like oh look at that queen crying and I love that but it's also another lens to that queen's character in the season, whether that be true or just the, the edit. You know, watching how they react to a certain moment, whether it's positive or negative, seeing them regret something, seeing them feel bad about someone else going home, it gives us another lens to who this person is in the competition. Mm. Yeah, and and how also sometimes queens are reacting to somebody going home, and there's... Uh, safe zone drama of reaction. And so you also get to see the dynamic of a cast. Um, yeah. How people feel about someone leaving. Yeah. 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 Positive I also, or negative. I, yeah. I also think that it's a way for a contestant to kind of put a claim on the competition, right? You have, if you offer something more for the editors to use, right there, it, it's only oh. going to do good things for you on TV, you know? Yeah, I mean, and one we'll certainly talk about. I think a perfect example is Shangela in season three. I mean, sure. she, and and that's just one example of someone who was just giving them more content, giving them more, um, a, a, a bigger moment, you know? And I think mm-hmm. there's that too, is like, not that you want to be kind of exploiting somebody's emotional moment, but it, it raises the stakes of a situation. I mean, you know, it's funny, a lot of the season three moments, I feel like are a great example of like, this, the quote-unquote safe zone drama raised the stakes of the entire competition or made the whole thing feel bigger than a competition, you know? Yeah, and in such a small way. So, yeah. You know, with yeah. all that said, Mary, uh, let's let's jump in. Let's do it. Let's start yes. talking about the safe zone drama that we found um, in the U.S. seasons. And it goes all the way back to season one. Granted, there's only one episode where there's really some safe zone drama because if what I noticed watching these lip syncs is that you actually during the lip sync the camera is <laughs> so close <laughs> um because oh, the room is one. so yeah yeah so yeah, you're actually only yeah. seeing like busts and pelvises and like thighs of the contestants right. in the back because otherwise you're going to see the ladder you're going to see the craft services table you're going to see the production crew yeah yeah um yeah, that it, and it, I love that it starts, you know, in season one. I obviously, let's let's get into you know season one, episode four, an infamous moment on Drag Race, anyway. But oh, a know, famous moment, a famous, famous and infamous. I yeah, I think I, I think I could use both. I think in this case, I what? might not be using it incorrectly. Um, <laughs> okay. But it is where Angina wins the Mac Viva Glam Challenge and then starts crying and reveals that she's HIV positive. And 
Oh, everybody's crying. I mean, part of what I love about Save Zone is when, like, the judges are part of it, you know? Yeah. I And the reason I don't find this infamous is because I don't think there's anything bad about this at all. I think this, even when Chanel cries, uh, when she's safe, like, there's, it's emotions and beauty all around. And we see in the, in the Safe Zone, BB with a, I don't know, it's just something, it's, it's so charming in the show because she's in this wacky outfit and then hugs Angina in the safe zone. And mm-hmm. it, it, there's just something so beautiful and wacky about it because of what BB's wearing. She's got the head jewels on. She's mm. got the, the bodysuit. Um, yeah. And then, you know, not to be outdone, then Chanel <laughs> is told she's safe. And it's like, hum, I think I'm upset too. <laughs> Thank you for believing in me. Yeah. I'm going to show you. Um, and you know, that is, I loved it. Like, I love that moment. And I thought, you know what, whether or not Chanel crying when she's told she's safe is real or not, she's doing the damn thing. She's giving you nuanced tears. And that's what I love about safe zone drama. Uh, A brand of safe zone drama, a flavor is that sometimes the safe zone drama is just, because it's high drag. I it's think of, and yeah. I'll, I'll get to it when we talk about season nine and certainly next season, we'll, we'll discuss it. But uh, next season, meaning season two, there's a very famous moment um, that is just high fucking drag. Um, and this Chanel crying, like, yeah, high drag, do it. Well, I mean, that was all season. Chanel, uh, Chanel deserves all her roses because she brought the highest drag mm. to season one of RuPaul's Drag Race. Mm. She did. Yeah. All the boys yeah. say. All the boys. And and ugh, I love it. In drag and out of drag, she was just, ugh, she's so, I love Chanel. I think she's just so great. So do I. Yeah. I would love to meet Chanel. Um, I normally don't, I'm afraid of kind of, you know, uh, what's the word? I'm honest queens, right? But mm-hmm. I, I would love to meet Chanel for sure, in or out of drag. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I think that, you know you're hinting at this. Th- we, Marys, so we, there are so many moments to talk about in these episodes. So if we're yeah, doing we're kind of at moments a lightning a round, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's because there's a lot. And yeah. just to qualify, and you had said this at the beginning, we're doing the U.S. seasons today. There will be a separate safe zone drama episode on the international seasons next week. So that's how much safe zone drama we got to talk about. Uh, so we love it. We love it. Yeah. So season two, episode five, um, Tyra. It's the wedding challenge, right? Where they're all yes. wearing the wedding dresses. This is also a great episode because it's when RuPaul says to Morgan McMichael's, "You know, the sign of a tr- uh, white shoes, white pumps are the sign of a true hooker," and I love you for that, which mm. is just. Oh, this show, right? Uh, they, they, for the early seasons, they just knew exactly what they were doing. They just and, know, and I feel like that kind of joke they, they, are, they can't make in season fourteen. <laughs> I feel like she would have to say, "White pumps are something that a sex worker may wear, and that's a legitimate industry." And I'm not saying anything about that. And I love you whether you wear white pumps or not because they're not required for drag. You know what I mean? Like I feel like you got to go to that point at this point to make that joke. <laughs> Maybe. I do think that the joke now would be, you know, white pumps are the sign of someone who's going to get killed by Kathleen Turner and Serial Mom. And I love you for that. And I love uh, white pumps are the sign of a true OnlyFans one percenter. And I love you for that. White pumps are the sign of a true cam girl. Um, 
But um, I, anyway, this moment with Tyra, oh, she gets in it. trouble. You know, I mean, this is it, it, yeah, it's she gets all, in trouble. You know, also yeah. highlighting Miss Jujube, you know, once you learn some damn manners so you don't look so stupid. You know, <laughs> learn some manners so you don't look so damn stupid, I think is the line. And so Tyrone, This was also the untucked, sorry, Mary, the yeah. untucked episode where it's, well, I like you. It's that. Yeah. Oh, I mean, and that's a whole other episode for us to do is untucked moments. We have, mm. there, I mean, because the thing that I'm thinking of, the whole reason I want to do the episode is because I want to talk about Akira jumping away and crying when she gets a message from her mother and her grandmother. Yes, yes. Um, but also, yes, this is a, a, a famous, if not infamous, <laughs> untucked episode. But Tyra gets in trouble for being, a, you know, for not playing along. Then she wins the goddamn challenge. She and fucking RuPaul, does. You know, tells her to act like a lady, sends her to the back of the stage, and then Tyra pulls her veil over her face and cries. And even at the reunion, RuPaul had to be like, oh, you bitch, I saw that. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah. It's, it's some of the best safe zone drama because it is some of the highest camp and highest drag of safe zone drama. And and that's it. Yeah. I don't know if we actually see her pull it over. We see her kind of embrace Jujube and then she's kind of fixing herself and then it cuts away and then it goes back and the veil is then over her face. And it's just, it's so smart and drag and it's so good. And, and those are the safe zone dramas that I, I looked out for throughout the rest of the seasons. Uh, and it was all back to season two, all back with infamous Tyra Sanchez. Um, if you will. And this is, uh, this is a moment that kind of created the mold. Because she cried real hard. Yeah. It, it's, it's a, that whole episode is a classic. Mm-hmm. It's just it created the mold for Untucked. Ugh. Yeah. So... That is, I mean, that's really the one, the big moment from season two. That's right. You know, I don't, I don't know if I would count like Tyra hyperventilating after she wins the lip sync at the end to save his own drama. She's won, you know? Yeah. But right. let's talk about season three because, boy, some of my favorite save his own drama is oh, in season three. So, episode, <clears throat> excuse me, episode eight. Uh, Ruhaha! It's when Delta lip syncs against Manila, a very famous. Uh, oh no, MacArthur Park. Yeah, MacArthur yeah. Park. Um, uh-huh. It it's also where Raj is dressed as Carrie from the prom and has the bucket kind of on her head, pouring mm-hmm. the red out, um, which is an important detail, uh, which I'll get to. Um, when Delta goes home, Shangela. They cut to Shangela's face, and it's so smug, kind of highlighting that Shangela is not on the same she's on you know the booker's side of the of the table here um but raja she sighs it says fuck oh it's great Ugh. yeah it's and in both of those moments shangela you know just proud to show a smile you know mm-hmm. not gloating just smiling just and smiling raja oh fuck. fuck oh it's so good and then she goes and hugs her and it's I, there's, it's so small, and maybe you wouldn't notice it, but I just found it charming that her bucket kind of flops over a little bit. Uh, it, it's kind of like a like one of those crazy dancing daisies. Uh huh. Head, it's just kind yeah. of bobbling. Boom, yeah, boom. yeah, bobbles. Um, um, well, it's, it's and, also a famous quote when RuPaul says to Delta, "You know, I love you. I adore you." Uh, I mean, that's another episode I'd want to do. Is like times when RuPaul told a queen she loved them because. 
it's like Delta Work, Ivy Winters, a few more. But it's a very specific moment when RuPaul, another good example is like, it's not necessarily RuPaul saying it, but when Heidi in Closet goes home, she gives her a similar speech of like, mm-hmm. oh, they're going to love you. Yeah, they're oh. going to love you. Yeah. Yeah. But um, also, I think worth noting, and, and I think Chad Sell certainly he probably yes. you know, paid his rent a few Thank times you. over with right. this, was Manila Luzon mascara smeared face. Oh, God. Ma- you know, makeup smeared. It's, ugh, 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 ugh. Talk ah. about like queer niche, like gay culture capitalized, yeah. like in a it's, Sesame Street inspired look, right? It's that. It's I don't know. I can't even describe why the image of the mascara in that outfit and it's Manila. Why that sends me? It's it's great. You know, it's funny. You know, uh, we're not going to be talking about safe zone drama in All Stars just because the format doesn't really lend to it. But the one startling exception is when Latrice gets sent home and Manila is in tears oh, in Stars 4. She, it's, she, she can't hold it together. She can't hold it together. I mean, there's the supercut of Manila not holding it together in the safe zone. You know? <laughs> uh, so the next one in season three is episode 13, and this is also a very notable episode. Oh. Um, oh. This could be in my top three favorites. This is the one where uh, Jada gets eliminated. And yeah. um, the money af- ball. Yeah. A- yeah, after the lip sync, Alexis goes to the back and then just loses it. She's she's facing away from the camera, which I think is also high drag. It's like, mm-hmm. I don't even want them to see me. She's like wiping her face. And then she's she's crying into Manila and says, I'm so sorry. And Manila says, don't be sorry. It's emotional. We've all been there. Um, it's, it's, I, I've rarely seen mm. a queen lose her shit like yeah. this. Like, big heaving sobs. Oh, my God. Heaving breath. Heaving. Yes. Well, and what's kind of beautiful about it is, obviously, like, when the lip sync's over, Yara's crying, and then, like, Alexis, you know, she says in Spanish, she goes, Yara, no llores. Uh, Yara, don't cry. Oh. And she whispers that to her. And it's just, like, a beautiful moment. And I'm like... Oh, it's Mrs. Mateo as a student teacher, you know, mm, comforting her student fellow teacher. student teacher, yeah, Mrs. Right. Mateo. Yeah, maybe and she's a teacher's aide, you know. Maybe. And then alone, she's had a rough day in the classroom, and she sits alone. And then Mrs. Luzon comes in. Aw, Mrs. M, what's wrong, you know? <laughs> Don't be sorry. It's emotional. Don't be You've sorry. It's emotional. Yeah. yeah my you first know. years of teaching, I was a wreck every Friday. Yeah. Absolutely. you got to make time for you, you know? It's all about balance. Your brain is working yeah. 10 times harder. Yeah. Right. I mean, really, you know, if you don't set boundaries, how will they learn? So <laughs> it's really, I, this moment is, and they take their time. Like yes. Alexis sobbing interrupts Yada's elimination. Mm-hmm. Like RuPaul has to stop and Alexis is back there heaving. It's, oh, oh I love God. Alexis Mateo so much. And it's, oh. And again, just the nuance of her facing away from the camera. Yeah. I yeah. there's something about that that is in the same level of putting a veil over your face, right? It's like, well Absolutely. I'm not gonna face forward. Why would I face forward? I don't want the attention, you know? Yeah. Um, when queens turn away, there's a mm. couple and we'll name them as we go through it, but um, because there's one from season ten that I love mm-hmm. so much. But when queens turn their back, oh, I just I get goosebumps. The, the, it's notable at the end of this episode, it, Mary's, if you are watching along, you know, uh, at the end of the episode, if you listen, um, after 
Yara in the mirror and whatnot. RuPaul is kind of trying to console everybody, and she's like, how in the hell, say it with me, you're going to love somebody else. That makes sense, right? She, she makes them say, say it with, say, you know, uh, say it with me. What you see. Uh-huh. Yeah, is a, except she knows the words this time. Yeah, yeah. and Raja and Manila are late, are late to say it, and Alexis doesn't even say it. She doesn't even say it. She's like, <laughs> whatever, bitch, what you just put me through. Like, I'm done. I mean, again, we it's funny. We haven't done season three, but I always say season three is the hardest season of Drag Race. It's the hardest season. Sure. Sure. Uh, it's I mean, when when Rue announces the money ball, the look on their faces is it's never happened again. Such <laughs> abject terror. It's really wonderful. Oh, uh, well, moving on to season four, Safe Zone Drama. I There's so many moments with Fifi that I didn't yeah. even catalog them. So, Marys, if you're rewatching a season four, just Note that most of the safe drama, safe zone drama, is all about Fifi. They show her constantly whenever Sharon is on screen. Of they, course, they just exploit the fuck out of that. Um, but the main episode that I think is worth watching the whole elimination uh, process of, of you know saying things people are safe or whatever is episode eight, the frenemies episode. This is the one with Pamela Anderson um, and Willem. You know, he kind of he's they they say that he's safe, and he wins the challenge. Oh, he wins. Willem and Latrice they win. Oh, the challenge. they win. So yeah. he he's he like starts going into it and getting emotional, and he's at the end. Oh God, I don't know what to think about this. Is I'm not acting. Swear to God. And I'm like, oh, oh I know. Are you saying that now? I don't believe you. Um, but you know, he, so he gets kind of emotional. And then starts vomiting in the back. That's the episode yeah. where he starts vomiting. And I got to say, it's not safe zone drama, but Pamela Anderson's face, they cut to her reaction of Willem vomiting in the back, which is oh. safe zone drama, right? I, Pamela Anderson, I mean, whatever it is, she gets to be a part of it. I don't care if it's safe zone drama, fingers of drag race, lip syncs I didn't like. Pamela Anderson deserves to be named. I. Mm. I watched her, I guess her, the Comedy Central roast of Pam Anderson. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I love it. And Sarah Silverman's is so good. Oh, you love that one. I mean, I love, you know, uh, you know, B. Arthur reading her book and Mm. it's, but you know, especially watching that, I just had such a deep appreciation of Pamela Anderson. I was like, oh, I love her. I think that she's so in on the joke. Like she's so... I don't know. I, I the, the feeling I got was like, eh, she'd tell the joke before anyone else if she had the chance, you know? Sure. It, it just, and she's Canadian, oh. um, which I just like. But yeah, this episode, I think in terms of, you know, stuff going on in the safe zone, it really is a, you know, an, an emblematic moment because this is the only time anyone's ever vomited in the safe zone. Right. Uh, and she, yeah, and it's in, it's there. Like he turns around and just goes for it. When um, the other kind of drama that happens, which I think is sort of high drag, especially with who's doing it, but uh, Willem goes home, right? And, uh, you know, they announce that Willem broke the rules and Willem has to leave. And Dita and Chad all put their hands over their face. And it's just the Greek chorus of Dita and yeah. Chad. <laughs> yeah. I love it. I love it. It's just that whole episode. They're just the Greek chorus. Mm, you know? Yeah, right. And Fifi cries, you know, uh, when, oh, when she, she was saved. She, she like lifts her chin and just like looks upward to keep mm. her tears. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, it's, I mean, I I think it's one of those moments that has been, like, at this point, everybody knows that it's also, like, most of that moment wasn't real, you know? Mm. So there's also that. It kills me. Like, we're talking about this Alexis and Yada moment that feels so real and so raw. And then you get to this moment that everybody talks about is, like, you know, oh, wow, remember when Willem got it disqualified? And it was, like, all of it was fake. I mean, the vomiting was probably real, but the editing, the context of it, the narrative, all of mm-hmm. it was fake, you know? Yeah, they Franken um, edited the fuck out of it, for absolutely. sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, but so, safe zone drama, you know, they exploited yeah. it, right? The show it, understands yeah, that that is an element of this show, which I think is interesting In by the time we get to season four, because then it, you know, obviously the, season nine for me, I think, has the most. But um, season five, there's certainly a lot. And they start to use it in season five. It starts in uh, episode three, the Draggle Rock lip sync. Um, it's when Coco is uh, up for elimination. And this is a very famous shot where they focus on Alyssa in the background in the safe zone when Coco is up for elimination up front. It's because um, I think it's after the, the lip sync and when Coco wins, when she says, Coco, Coco, Shante, you stay. And then it shows Coco like looking grateful. And then there's a focal shift to Alyssa in the background watching her. Mary, it's, believe me or not, believe it or not, it happens twice. It oh, happens it happens twice. And after. Oh, I only knew about the one after. I only remember that one. It's, I mean, it is up there with some of the finest cinematography that RuPaul's Drag Race has ever given us. It's Orson Welles, you know, just completely creamed his jeans watching it. It was, what a shot. What a goddamn shot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, I, I forgot about the first one. Um, but it is. I love that. I love the camp of, of Alyssa and Coco, mm. you know, Having st- having stare offs without the other one seeing the other one, you know what I mean? <laughs> well, and, and they must have known when placing Alyssa, of course, which I think is brilliant. And it happens a few more times in the season. It does happen, um, just like what they did in season four with Fifi, except it wasn't the focused thing that they did uh, in season five. It was just kind of elevated a little bit. Yeah, yeah. There's definitely like we. I mean, that's a whole nuance of like when the queens are placed in certain places so they can get certain shots. Like, especially if it's like, you know, um, when I, when I, I took a note of, Oh, it was from season 13. It was when Joey J was up for elimination and they were able to get candy views in the background. Oh, just like mouth agape. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It was like, Oh, well boy, good thing you put her over there. Right. Yeah. I don't think candy knew. I don't think she read the script that day because she was underacting. Um, oh my god, I know. It was like Candy, could you be a little more devastated about this? Like, we oh thought no. you liked her, yeah. I thought you uh, liked her. <laughs> Not that much. <laughs> uh, yeah, the uh, the other thing I wanted to just side note about season 5, for the longest time, Mary, I thought it was Vivian and Honey that went home double Shantae or Sachet on I will survive. But that's not till fucking season eight. This yeah. is oops, I did it again. Yeah, I Ugh. and I could I I had to think about that too. But the reason, like, there's always to be like one thing that kind of like helps you remember, like, okay, that's why I know this one's oops, I did it again. And I think it's in the season five lip sync uh, to oops, I did it again. Honey does this like weird little. I almost want to say box step 
to the to the chorus, and it always sticks with me as just like, ugh, what are you me? What are these dance moves? Oh you know? wow! Oh well, it you know it wasn't the worst lip sync, but I I get why it was a double. And it's episode four, Marys, if you're following along. And uh, there is a reaction. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. That's so uh, great. It's so great. Roxy, yeah, ev- especially. Everybody is just, I mean, I love that. I, I love thinking about the editing of this, of like the moment of like, okay, how many reaction shots do we have? You know, I, mean, <laughs> I love thinking of the camera, like Sarge being like, let me pan these girls over here. It looks like she might cry. You know, like. They have to wow. get these shots. They have to get these moments. You know what I mean? They have to focus on them. Someone had to think about this moment before it happened. You the know? producers know, right? Um, and, and, you know, and tell the cameraman, like, uh, zoom in on Roxy. Um, yeah. I, I, will, I will say that it was kind of a privilege to watch season one lip syncs all the way through to the end because you do see the queens start pepping up more and more as the seasons go on cuz they're i think they yeah. kind of realize or they're told hey you're on camera if you want when you lip sync you want the queens giving you energy behind you then you should have energy too right like when by the time we get to season 13 Mary they're having a whole performance back there oh yeah it it's it is interesting yeah watching early seasons where queens are just standing politely watching the yeah. performance they're a chorus too. line you know waiting for their turn, yeah. you know? Yeah, like, we're just getting to the... Eventually, they're going to be throwing dollar bills, you know? Like, right. it, give them hankies, you know? Give them more a part of this, you know? Totally. It, it very well could be turn into that kind of show, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, wouldn't that be interesting? And I know they kind of did this in, like, the season two, uh, like, pole dancing challenge. Oh, yeah. But <laughs> if there was some element right. of, like, whoever gets the most tips wins, you know? What right, mean? right, right. Ugh. But uh, anyway, yeah, no, I mean that would be a, it would be a cool challenge. Obviously, there's we want them to put on shows instead of the finale. You know, there's lots of things that uh, we expect to change. But let's go back to these uh, safe zones. Um, so yeah, so that moment when they both go home on episode four, Roxy and Alyssa both cover their mouths. They look at each other. Roxy's hand goes on her chest. I think whenever a queen is like, <gasps> like I do that as a dramatic gay man, and so. When I see it on screen, it just it makes me feel good. Uh, queens touching their invisible pearls. Mm. Yeah. Yes. Uh, episode six. I I just got to say the whole judging panel, the whole judging panel uh, during uh, I'm so excited. It's Coco Montrese versus J. Jolie. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, the Pointer Sisters are having the best time. Oh my god, the entire panel mm-hmm. is making that lip sync worth it. <laughs> and that lip sync, I feel like, you know, obviously Coco wins, but my memory is that like J. Joe Lee doesn't go down. You know, she goes down swinging. Like she gives a oh, good yeah. lip sync as well. Oh yeah. No, Jade was great in that lip sync for sure. Um, otherwise, you know, obviously as things go closer to the finale, there's less Queens in the back. There's less yeah. kind of that drama. So there's not much else in season five. Well, that's great. We got we got plenty more to pick from. So you did not find any from season six. Tell me more. Tell me more. Uh, I like to see of a car. Um, yeah. Because it sounds like a drag. Um, I think <laughs> season six. You know, I did go through all of them. Here's the thing with season six, Mary, and why it makes sense that there's not a lot of safe drama. Untucked was 
absolutely over-the-top, balls-to-the-walls drama. And I feel like that is where it kind of played out. And on the runway, there were it, it just wasn't the focus. And the lip syncs were so good, especially because Trinity was lip syncing a lot, lip syncing a lot. Um, it, I, there just wasn't a lot of it. I mean, you know, some seasons have more than others. So I don't think, you know, again, we still have so many more to talk about. So no big deal. Let's talk about season seven. Girl, season seven, the best one is episode 11 after, and Mary's, if you have not watched Kennedy Goddamn Davenport lip sync against Katya in Roar, just go back and watch it and then wait till after because Violet is in that like pink cage look that's surrounding her face and she's holding the cage by her face and screaming, come through after it's over. And I have to believe this is like a well, I've always felt like this was like a, an iconic a moment, yes. a meme moment of drag race. This is always, I mean, the moment itself is, it's great. I love it. That kind of enthusiasm from the safe zone, but like it's worth mentioning or just reemphasizing how great this lip sync is. Yes. For both of them. I'm not saying yeah, for Katia both. was robbed. I think, you know, much like I don't think Jay Jolie was robbed. I just think there are lip syncs where both queens yeah. give a great performance. Oh, you know? completely. And it it's clear that Kennedy wins. Um, so there's Kennedy no hard goes, feelings. Yeah, but Katya, boy, I mean, the when when Kennedy jumps off the stage and then Katya flips oh. into a split, it's just oh, it's it, such a good show. In concert, it's a great moment. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because it goes it. one, and then there's ba 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 yep. ba ba, and yeah, yeah, it's, it's a great, ugh. great lip sync. It's a great moment, and I think there's and there's so much kind of joy to it, and there's you know all of the Katya feelings that everyone felt then, and still feels that Violet is really all of us, you know, and I think that's right. what's so great about this moment is Violet is all of us clutching our cages, screaming, "Come through, come through!" And it was it was before anybody won. It was just like that was amazing, yeah. and it was so late in the season. This was for top four, so this there weren't that four. many queens back there, but like people had to clap. Yeah, it was just basically it was just Violet, Ginger, and Pearl back there. Oh wow. So, so fucking good. Uh, this is definitely like, if I'm going to pick safe zone drama, um, pr probably top 10 for me. Yeah. It's a good one. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, that's it for season seven. Great. So season eight, uh, well, obviously season eight when, uh, when Layla and Dax are, are both eliminated, I feel like that sets everybody's wigs, you know, on mm. fire a little mm -hmm. bit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It, it's, uh, it it's not as big as you kind of want it to be, right? I mean, I th and I think maybe that was the thing of like, well, the drama was, was how Layla right? walked off. That's correct. Yeah, Mary. yeah, and and I've read that that was like editing, and I think you actually see in Untucked <laughs> that she doesn't storm off at all. Right, she stops. She like she's very pleasant. Like it, it's such <laughs> editing. Oh, Layla and that butt. I gotta say, Layla, that little and butt. That yeah, butt. um, you say little butt. Um, but you know. You know, uh, little like, oh, look at that. Look at that little thing. You know? <laughs> Two hands for it. Um, so uh, you need Katya Mellon hands. Um, I need Katya Mellon hands. So this, um, uh, the one that I found. Katya Mellon hands. <laughs> Never mind. The, Never the, mind. 
the one that I found from season eight is in episode five. It's when uh, Naomi goes up against Acid Betty and they're they're lip sync to commotion, which, of course, Michelle Visage loves. Um, and it's the Madonna, you know, thousand Madonna runway. And when Naomi wins, saying that, you know, Acid Betty's going to go home. Thorgy, it's you. You hear her first, and then it cuts to her. She lets out a very audible, "Oh!" I think this is like a Lee Dawson edit because you can even see her in the background, and I feel like he's zoomed in on her. Mm-hmm. Um, I figured out what the stupid joke was. I was trying to find earlier. It was uh, um, Katya Cougar Melon Hands. Uh, anyway, oh, okay. Um, there, yeah. I need. I just if I didn't get it out, I w- it would have been like a sneeze just buried in my nasal cavity. Uh, yes, that is. Um, that is a moment uh, of safe zone drama. Yeah, Sorry, it's I was it, just hooked on that John Cougar Mellencamp joke. No, I, it's okay. It. It's okay. It, I, uh, it, it, not much other drama happens in the safe zone in season eight. Again, similar to like a season seven and even a season six. So it sounds like by season six, for the next th- you know three seasons, the focus was on Untucked and capturing it there and letting the lip syncs. And all of that kind of play out more. Um, or maybe it's just the cast. The cast was just a, had a yeah. different energy. Um, yeah. It's not that they weren't moving back there. It just wasn't like what we queen out on and what we have queened out on season five and earlier. Um, I do want to say rewatching these uh, seasons and the ends of these episodes. Season eight, I... I love this so much and I forgot how much I loved it. When Thorgy leaves, when she gets eliminated after Chichi Devane, right? Because you want to remember the Chichi Devane-ness of it all, which you do. You forget that Thorgy's exit line is witty catchphrase. You know what I mean? <laughs> I never forgot. I refused and I never forgot. So smart. So fucking It's cute. so good. <laughs> well, you know, it's funny with season eight, you know, it, like when we did Michelle getting her life during the lip sync, there were no season eight. Oh, no. I take it back. There was a season. No, no, there wasn't. No, there wasn't. There wasn't a season eight moment. So it makes me wonder, like, what are the things in season eight? You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't, there's not many safe zone drama moments. There's not many Michelle getting her life moments. Like, season eight, it feels like a smaller season. I feel like it's a it smaller is. cast. Yeah, it's a shorter, it's, a, it's the shortest season. It's the shortest season. There's something about season eight that feels different. And, and yet it's got a great cast. It's not like that's the issue, but there's just something. Um, it's almost like uh, it, it's more efficient. It's kind of like you can have a, a Boeing 747 and then you could have a little 727 commuter jet, you know? Sure. It seemed like it was more of a competition rather than a reality show. Yeah. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe that's what it is. Yeah. You know, it's uh, like, oh, we got Naomi and Bob and Thorgy and Chi Chi. All in the same season. And Derek Barry. Well, I guess, I don't know, Derek Barry. He was really the only source of drama. I mean, I think that was the big takeaway by the top four was, like, they all loved each other. You yeah, know? right. And it was Derek that, you know, I think they grew to love Derek, as Bob said, when Derek gets eliminated, because um, Bob sends him home. Um, yeah. It's like, you know, I've, I've, I grew, I've grown to love Derek, uh, which is, you know surprising to me but whatever um and you know that's also the season with bitches i'm back i mean it was you know uh i don't know kim chi is a great contender uh it was a good competition 
Well, let's jump to season nine. Let's do it. Competitions, because there is, I agree with you, some really fabulous safe zone drama here. I feel like in as much as you're saying like season eight felt like a competition, season nine dialed up the reality TV, I think. Yes. I really, like in the casting, in the drama, in the interactions, like it just, I feel like the things we take away from season nine are more drama based, Mm -hmm. whereas like season eight or season six, we, other than like Laganja, we take away more like performance things, you know, like Bianca doing well or, you know, whatever, like, or Bob doing well, like it's, Season nine, I think, oh, yeah, people did well, but there was Aja and there, you know, like there's, yeah, I don't know. It, it fine. It, I, I really enjoyed uh, these season nine moments. Oh, and we will get to the finale, which I think is a perfect example of huge, of, of yeah. not safe zone drama, but, you know, adjacent. So episode two, right off the bat, when Aja is up for elimination, and I think this is actually episode three, or at least that's what is it was it? on my Amazon Prime. Because I think episode one, no one goes home. Right. And episode two, James Mansfield goes home. So this yeah, that's three. this one. No, that's this one. Yeah, episode um, three. Episode one, and then episode two is when James Mansfield goes home. Aja's just up for elimination, Mary. Aja goes against James Mansfield. No, she doesn't. Kamora Hall goes against James Mansfield. Kamora Hall. And then Kamora goes against Aja in the. the oh, ball. okay. Yeah. Okay. You're right. Uh, Love or when Shaq. they play the. Not the ball. When they play like. Uh, I don't know. She, the she's characters. a little. Yeah, she's a little orange person. Yeah. yeah. Holding so, out for a hero. You're right. Yes. Holding um, out for a hero. So that is episode three. Thank you so much. Uh, no problem. So just for anyone who wants to go watch these moments, I just want to make sure you guys know yeah. where to look. No, I appreciate you and uh, doing that because I don't know why I wrote episode two. So episode three, Aja's up for elimination. Um, Everyone I, is shocked. Well, because Aja was a huge front runner, authority Thor, if you will, because she's from Brooklyn, right? And came in hot came in hot like a Trixie almost and it was just like Aja no Aja and the queens all gasp in the back they show peppermint touching her cheek with these delicate fingers uh, wasn't the shock also that pheromone was she everyone thought pheromone would be in the bottom because yes. she like couldn't made this crappy look and could barely design it and she basically just put fabric on underpants that's correct so th- there was also that of like this was a this was a look you go home in as we say yeah and then she was safe and it was like what um right but and Farah, I mean, more drama Farah's safe Begins to cry and talks through tears, saying, thank you, guys. Oh, Farah, it's worth saying now, and obviously we're going to talk about the examples, but boy, does she bring the drama in the safe zone. She is all-stars, safe zone drama all-stars, Farah Moen. Right, and uh, she's right on the side of the runway throughout this lip sync. So she's often in the light, and so we see her very clearly throughout the entire lip sync. And for the most part, her hands are just clasped at her chest in front of her. Um, But there's this one part during the lip sync, kind of like the end of the first verse, when Aja does something, Farah puts both her fists in the air and it's just like, ah, and then goes back to the clasp. And yeah. it's just this little moment of like, oh, Farah, Farah's rooting for, for these queens, right? She's there. She's part of this moment. Yeah, this is a, you know, Farah's warming up in episode two 
But mm. you want to get Farah invested in somebody in this competition, you go to episode five. Before we get to episode five, I do want to mention in this lip sync, if you want to look, Mary, on the towards the right side of the screen, um, Valentina is in this puffy white outfit look, and you just see her bouncing up and down. And it, it everything's moving when she's bouncing to the song. And she's very little. She's very short compared to the other queens around her. Uh, and it's just adorable. Um, just uh, just something else to watch during this lip sync. Um, but yeah. episode five, yes, Pheromon versus Cynthia. Uh, I mean, this is so good because this is when Eureka is, you know, surprise eliminated. RuPaul loves to make the queens lip sync. Well, in this case, <laughs> make the queens lip sync and then pretend to get a note from the doctor and then she has to, and uh, so that the extended <laughs> safe zone drama is RuPaul also saying, I need a moment. And so cuts of peppermint, wah, 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 and Alexis, oh, what's going on? I'm wearing this fur. Why was yeah, I not mur- the winner? Mur- 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 no, mur- mur- take a drink, yeah. Alexis Michelle. You know, and so you're getting all those, you know, the hubbubs. And and I feel like Farah is already crying. She oh, she's crying barely the, holding it in. Yeah. yeah. She started crying at the end of the lip sync, if not during. Right. RuPaul goes to, quote, unquote, talk to the doctor. She leaves the set. Yeah. Leaves the set. You know, my favorite little nuance is that she's coming back to the set. Like, Carson pulls her seat out for her. And you can see his <laughs> hand pulling her chair. And I just imagine RuPaul saying, like, bitch, don't touch my seat. Like, yeah. I'll, I'll seat myself. Um <laughs> And she comes back and then, yes, calls Eureka up front. And uh, the the iconic line, uh, we've been in touch with the doctor and, you know, you need to rest and I can't keep you in this competition. And Farah, oh my God, it's it's one of the most dramatic reactions to something that's not happening to that person I've yeah. ever seen on Drag Race. Yeah, yeah, totally. She, I mean... Just- Oh God! It, it, just, yeah, she's so tired. She's yeah. so tired, and it's it's it just comes out. We've all been there, you know. Yeah. It's a, yeah, it's getting emotional. We've all been there, right? I get that. I love it though. I love oh, that see, she's same. crying for yeah. Eureka. She's not crying because she's going home or she's, safe. Yeah, or safe. It's just like, oh no! I just love how she says, "Oh no." Uh, it's a really great moment. Oh, I, she cannot and, t- get it together. No. Yeah. And then Eureka's crying and they're all hugging her. Mm. It's really wonderful. The group hug. There's a shot the of Trinity, hug. Trinity the Tuck trying to kind of get in on the hug. And no. it's the way that they edit it makes it look more pitiful than she probably got in there, you know. But right, right. Uh, but it makes, the makes edit it look made like it seem like it was more pathetic. Yeah. Yeah. Trying to find an in. Yeah. <laughs> So I, as somebody with anxiety, I always notice those moments, you know, it's like, well, what do you do if you are Trinity? Do you like wait? I don't know. I just, I find group hugs to be like, oh they're, my tough. God. they're tough. Yeah. It's like, it's like trying to figure out how to high five someone you've never met before. You don't know how they do it. You mm-hmm. know? Right. Right. Well, I would say don't high five anybody. No, I don't. Yeah. No, don't high five never. anybody. Um, Unless yeah. it's like one of those cute moments. Sometimes I'll be like, you know, ah, we did it up top, and I'll just hold yeah. up my hand. You know, if you give if you give someone a bit of guidance, of yeah, up top, the instructions, yeah. like up top, you give them a chance to figure out where your hand is. Yeah, right, right. Um, um, oh, the I, worst is if one person fist bumps and the other one puts a palm out, and it's like, oh, gross. Oh, but you know what you're supposed to say? You're supposed to say, snail. <laughs> Do you like grab the fist? Snail. <laughs> That's turtle. I I would, you would say oh. turtle. <laughs> Oh, I would probably, I'd wrap my hand around their fist and go, paper beats rock, and then 
Oh, there you go. And then you say, fuck you, and you walk and away. fuck you. <laughs> now I'm going to meditate on this for the next six months while I lie awake at night thinking of how awkward I made this situation. <laughs> Thanks for that. Uh, so, uh, Barry, so obviously, you know, episode five, this is probably like top one or two. Absolutely. Uh, this is crying moments. Yes. Uh, yeah. In terms of high drag. I don't know how high drag it is. It's just very human, very real. Like, we see the contestants. Um, I think Sasha and Aja having their hands over their mouths is, especially Sasha, it's just, that's very high drag to me, where they're like... Oh, yeah. Wouldn't it be great to just have, like, a, a, like a poster that's just a, 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 a collage of reactions like that, mm. of hands on mouths, and uh, of queens reacting in the background? Mm. Ugh, I'd pay for that. Sure. Uh so, you know, you had mentioned episode six on Snatch Game. It, you know, it, it, it's not quite the safe zone, but I'm glad we're talking about it because it's one of my favorite, like, gesture moments Same. in Track Race. Is, is, yes, when Alexis Michelle, as Breathless Baloney, wins <laughs> Snatch Game, and then she grabs the, the, the cap of her head. She oh. she's skull clamps herself. Like, I can't believe it. She does it. And, and it's... She looks, it's a kind of a Christina Crawford wig, you know what I mean? And oh, so, yeah, yeah. so when she goes in, it kind of goes around and then she covers her face and she's very excited and has the Liza answer. Uh, but no, that is a, a really great moment I, that I found and remembered. And I was like, oh, Alexis's reaction. It is also high drag. It, I mean, it's, you know, it's also the, the informed by Alexis needed to win that snatch game, you yes. know, like there's, there, it's the profound relief of if I didn't win this, I was going to fucking lose it on right. someone, you know, right uh, <laughs> like they managed to keep Vesuvius down for another day, you know, you know, and I can't imagine Alexis's experience on season nine when you have Peppermint, Aja and Sasha kind of. I always kind of felt like Alexis was the the girl that was kind of left out of that foursome. Is she's well, yeah. she was the fourth wheel, if you will, um, and certainly with Sasha, there there just seemed to be a little bit of a older sister, younger sister energy that I always felt bad for Alexis. Well, I wasn't. Didn't they have that little? Was it Clat? The four of yeah, them. It was yeah, like, bed Clat. Mm-hmm. It was something, something, art, theater. What were the first two? Um, uh, I don't know. Costumes. Costumes, legs, <laughs> art. Alexis Michelle. Yeah. Um, <laughs> theater. Yeah. Theater. Um, yeah. Theater. Uh, but so, but yeah, they had clat, right? That that was a collaboration yeah, they did. But I wonder I if it was good. Yeah. I And I, I hope... I hope rewatching that it looks like she's a part of it. I, look, I hope it doesn't look like she's the Latavia of early Destiny. Oh, no, no, Child, no. She you know? is. She is a part of it. It's just on the season, it it felt, especially because of Sasha's reaction to Alexis being like, oh, I think you guys just think I'm good, that I'm competition. And Sasha's reaction to that, right? It wasn't. Oh, Absolutely. You know, yeah, no, Alexis was definitely the friend who, when she leaves the table, the rest of them talk about her. That's what yeah. it felt like. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. for Alexis to get this win, I'm just like, ah, good for you, girl. Work. Good for you. Yeah. Um. So let's talk about this episode seven. Let's talk about this finally lip sync. Do it. So this one, I, you know, when I was watching, because you mentioned this moment of Farah, you know, kind of turning away, and I couldn't tell if she was at the end as Aja was exiting. I couldn't tell if it was Farah turning away to 
turn her back or to watch Aja exit. You know what I mean? No, she was turning away to cry. She was like facing oh. the wall, like oh, uh, Alexis Mateo. Yeah. Oh, Farah. Well, this is, you know, it is a great lip sync. It is really, um, it was fun to relive this lip sync. And this is another one where I'm not saying Aja was robbed, but she gave just as good yep. a lip sync. Yeah. She, yeah. She, it was a great show that they put on. And if I had to pick one, it was going to be Nina because Nina was, it, it just, the whole time was fun to watch, right? It's a, it's a hard, it's a hard pick because I really enjoyed both of them. Yeah. I, you know, uh, who knows? But I think there was a lot of, I, I think when Nina was safe and Aja, you know, with Sashade, I think it cuts to uh, Sasha in the safe mm. zone being like, oh no, oh, oh fuck. No. Which oh, I think fuck. is really interesting because there's that. the yeah because I love that it's also like she's reacting of like oh no Nina is struggling she's so in her head she's a downer she's here for another week like I love that you know mm-hmm. yeah she's kind of aware of that um, yeah the next kind of big moment that I think we need to just mention discuss uh, is this finale right because we talked uh, at the start of season nine we were talking about how this was less of a competition and more of a reality show. I think that the finale is when we're like, oh, this is a competition, right? With Shea Coulee versus Sasha Valor. Mary, I haven't watched this in a while. And I forgot how insane the crowd goes and oh. doesn't stop when yeah, Sasha I... does the Rose reveal. I, I, I mean, I was like, oh my God. Wow. Yeah. We are was going all insane. Aja. Yeah. We are all Aja turning around going, whoa. Yeah. I just, I love that. I mean, that is one of my favorite moments is like Aja almost as proxy of everybody reacting. But yes, yeah, Sasha, I mean, Eureka crying. Mm-hmm. Like it's her it dad, is, Sasha's oh, dad, I think, clutching his chest. Yep. Uh, yep. I mean, it's, yeah. And, you know, uh, Sasha's boyfriend, you know, jumping and cheering. Like there's, there's so much. It is, you know, the finales, you know, there you would think with a huge audience that it would lend itself to more dramatic moments, but this is really one of the few where it's like, oh wow, this in- was incredible. This was incredible. It, it's really that moment. It God, changed rem- things. It changed. It did. Things. I re- I remember when it happened. I'm so grateful I I that we got yeah. to see it live. I mean, not there, but like got to watch the episode and not know that it was coming. Yeah, and like and and to be cheering for her. And honestly, when that lip sync started, I was like, oh God, it's Whitney Houston. Like Shay's gonna win. Shay's this. got like, it. Yep. Shay's got this. Like sh- this is. And I looked at Sasha. I was like, I don't even know what you're going to do. I haven't seen you lip sync in the show before. And I don't know about this look mm-hmm. and the hair. It's kind of not what I'm used to. And it was like, oh, just wait. And uh, it was. It really was, I think, one of like the most exciting moments watching this show. Oh, my God. I was with a gaggle of gays in Astoria, right? Like it was. And we, we, we rounded it and watched it again, Mary. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I guess it was. At that point, I must have been in Sacramento. I, guess, I think you we were, were in the sack, all, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, we were doing Ari right Mary. Yeah. Um, so I'm sure I was... <laughs> You're just was crying alone. alone. I was yeah. just alone in my bed. I was probably stoned, you know. <laughs> At least there was that. Uh, but anyway, Marys, if you haven't watched that in a while, you should go, go back and watch it. You will smile. You'll, yeah. You will smile. I, 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 I almost guarantee it. 
so moving on to season 10, there's not so many moments uh, in the safe zone to, to discuss, but there are a few. Um, episode two. One that I... I love this one. Yeah. So, and, and Mary's, you know, a little glimpse behind the curtain, because obviously this takes a lot of research. So we had to kind of split up our efforts to find these. And so uh, Johnny took, you know, basically the first, I think he took season ten. one through 10. And then I took everything else in the international seasons. And so when I was looking through the list you sent me, I was like, yes, yes, this one. If this one's not on there, I send it back. And, <laughs> and this was the one where I was Did like, I do good? Did I do good? <laughs> Oh, like I could do that, you know. But <laughs> Colin, did I do good? <laughs> Can I get you anything else? Some writing slippers? Colin, how could you kill Helen back? You uh, have to rewrite the play. Yeah. <laughs> now look what you made me do. Yeah. Oh God, there go my ankles. But Johnny Wilkes. Sorry. Yes, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, all right, Annie. <laughs> So um, <laughs> this this moment was like, if we don't have this moment on this episode, we're not doing it. But And I can't even tell if it's a little performative, and I don't know if I care, but Monique Hart being very emotional for safe and can't even make it to the no. safe zone. <laughs> she ah. stops. She stops. She stops. <laughs> so she's in her Cookie Monster outfit. She's was in the bottom three. She's safe. She turns around to go to the safe zone and then just starts to double over and cry. Uh, and uh, wh- who is it? It's Asia um, and Dusty. Asia and Dusty. Come here, girl. Come on. Come here, girl. Come yeah, to they us. Take her in. Uh, yeah. They take her in and then hold her. You know, this uh, made me reflect on Monique Hart, Mary. Monique, mm-hmm. throughout all of these slip syncs and the ends of these episodes that she was in, she is the rawest like she, I, I just feel like Monique is who she is and you might call her she calls herself a production which I get but well, yeah she is she this is it's like an Alyssa Edwards type of like well that's just her that's just fucking her she I mean, is I think that's so yeah. present and so real and throughout all of the lip syncs is cheering you hear her cheering in most of the lip syncs of season 10 that she's there for yeah, she really, I mean, you know, uh, the the ooh-ah sensation, the heart of the season, like, all of that is very much true. I feel like, you know, saying, like, oh, you know, for example, is this moment a little performative? Maybe, but it doesn't really matter because, more importantly, Monique Hart knows she's on television. Yeah. And in a way that I appreciate, not in a way that feels like a bad child actor, you know? Right, right. Like uh, Blair St. Clair in season five. Mm-hmm. Oh, Oops. yeah, right. This is an Only Mary's. We can say that. There's a paywall. <laughs> we could be mean to Blair. We could be mean <laughs> to little Blair, yeah. Uh. And she looks so different. Doesn't she look so different? In, in season All-Stars. ten, uh, for, oh, compared to All Stars, oh yeah. my gosh, yeah, this it's it's beyond puberty, yeah, it's yeah. wow. Um, so the the next one is oh. in episode nine. Do you want to talk us through this? I do because I this was the other one where I was like, if this is not on the list, I'm we're not doing this episode. <laughs> you want drama? Um, so I. So in season nine, sorry, episode nine, this is when it's Cameron versus Eureka, and and Eureka is dressed up like Aunt Lydia from Home Alone, and Cameron's 
which is my favorite thing about Drag Race. <laughs> it's so true. It's yeah. so true. She and she I, does. She lip syncs the fuck out of this song as the Aunt Lydia. Fuck out of it. And I just want to put a trench coat on her and a scarf. So bad. So bad. <laughs> I just want to put a boomerang travel pillow around her neck. You know. <laughs> And so Fuller's mom. <laughs> yeah, Fuller's mom. Oh my god. I want Veronica Green out of drag and Eureka as as Aunt Lydia. Ugh. So so uh yes, Cameron versus Eureka, and it's a great lip sync. It's mm. really, really good. And then Cameron is safe and she goes to the back of the stage and she's standing next to Monet. And Monet and uh Cracker. Oh, sure. And then she turns fully and starts crying and like into Monet, like mm. Mo- like Monet and and Cracker like hug her, and it's it's just. I think what was so exciting to me about this was you know obviously Cameron is a quieter energy and we mostly see her in competition versus reality TV side sure, of things, right? Exactly. And it was such a surprisingly vulnerable moment to see her, and it was like. It, she wasn't crying for the camera. Like it felt that talk about feeling real. Like it felt like someone who was really just like so upset. And I, you know, obviously I just love seeing Monet and cracker just like immediately take her in, you know? Oh, and she's in that mask. Uh, yeah. She's got that, that prosthetic face on. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it highlights kind of another thing about the safe zone drama that I do love is that it reminds us that these are comrades in a competition together, but it's more like summer camp. At safe zone. Yeah. You know? Yes, it is. Because, I mean, that's the thing is, like, once you're there, once you're in the safe zone, you know, it doesn't really matter who did well in the challenge or not. Like, it's all equal there, you know? so And they're seasoned sisters, you know? It's that that energy I see in the safe zone, too, especially with a moment like this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, And then what's great is then Eureka is saved as well. And so she's like, oh, well while we're at it, how about I, you know, start sobbing? How about uh. I give Alexis Mateo a run for her money? Um, and basically gives her a, you really freaked me out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Talking through tears, like audibly bawling when she's yeah. safe. Yeah. Oh, it's great. It, it's a really, really good moment. And so I love that. Um, let's, oh, so also I, it is worth mentioning. You noted the finale. There was yes. a, do you want to, do you want to talk about that for, I for will. Moment? So I don't really recommend Mary's watching this again. This, this was worse than I remembered. <clears throat> Asia O'Hara versus Cameron Michaels. Um, this is the one with the butterflies and they're lip syncing to nasty. Um, put that on the list of disappointing lip syncs to great songs. Yeah. Right. Um, I mean, granted, it made sense for this to be nasty, right? Because it turned out to be nasty, but that was not the intention of Asia. Um, the moment that I highlight, though, is the the meme heard around the world. Monique and Vanjie in the audience kind of just oh, like yeah. looking in horror at yeah. Asia's disgust. You know? Yeah, much much like Aja being the proxy version of all of us of the season nine finale, Monique and Vanjie really... You know, everything they said, that's how I felt. Everything they did covered my feelings. (laughs) We thought Aja was at least going to be in the top two of this episode. Or uh, not Aja, Asia. And Oh, yeah. So it was also a shock there uh, because there was so much anticipation. Asia's drag race. Like, we were rooting for her to win, right? Absolutely. I mean, at the very least, just, you know, did not expect it to go 
like this. Mm-mm. Yeah. Mm-mm. So a notable safe zone drama is Monique and Vanjie watching. Yeah. Uh, so moving on to season 11, um, mm. a couple, you know, there were just two that I had found, but I think the biggest one is the waiting for tonight six way lip sync. Got it. The, 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 one of my favorite, I mean, cause there's like the reaction shots in the background, but one of my favorites is like Evie oddly just, <laughs> just like she kind of does this disgusted, like shake her head face. Like, I can't believe this is happening. And it's. It's great. It's so good. And then the the drama. I mean, what I love about this the most is that RuPaul one by one is like <laughs> Scarlet Envy. You're safe, <laughs> you know. And it's just putting poor little Sugar Cane through the goddamn ringer when she was not the second worst lip syncer no in way. that sixth. I mean, I know that Honey. She, you know, yeah. It, it was starting to look like the Exxon Valdez, so I get it. But poor Sugarcane, the last one to be given a safe. My favorite moment of the queens all reacting to it's a six-way lip sync is Nina breathing out like she's got oh, really bad yes. gas or something. She's yeah. like... <sighs> yeah, like just trying to like just stabilize her core. Yeah, yeah, wait till she gets to the Barnes & Noble second floor, you know? Oh, yeah, the one by the kids section, you know? Yeah, uh, there's an oh my God. Like, people, the, yeah. the queens are like six ways. Yeah, and it's a mess of a lip sync. Oh, it's like, awful. Lest anyone forget. Never do this again. Yeah. Never do it again. Never disrespect J-Lo like this again. Oh, my God. Yeah, I think we could wait longer than for tonight. <laughs> Let's get loud um, about it, Mary. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Let's put this choice on the six and send it uptown. That's um, right. So the other moment that I love, and it's obviously uh, a much smaller one, but it's from episode 11. And, I mean, put this on a tote bag. Silky, I think this is when... She when she wins the meh lip sync mm-hmm. against yeah. Nina West, mm. and it's funny. This is not the episode in which she's dressed like the roach. No, but she says, "I'm not a mess. I'm not a roach." It's <laughs> it's kind of beautiful. It it's is kind of, in a in a it very is. like specific way because you take that um, out of context and it makes no sense whatsoever, and yet it also kind of does. Like the way she says it, and like just. Almost when we think of like a booger, like almost think of a roach the same way. I'm not a mess. I'm not a roach. Mm. I, oh, it's so beautiful. It's great. But I think, uh, and I don't even remember. I took the note that Evie was crying. Evie's crying. Evie's crying. Yeah, yeah right. there's lots of crying. But um, that, that just that quote. I'm not a mess. I'm not a roach. Ugh, that's late in the season two, episode eleven. It is. Yeah. Yeah. That was a big deal when uh, Nina went home. Season. I remember. I had to wait to talk to you about it because oh. I remember you watched it like a day after me the next and day, I yeah. couldn't even text you like be careful like I couldn't do any of that uh, I, and I don't think I had it spoiled before I watched it I think it was I remember watching it feeling like oh, I mean it's gonna stay safe yeah well I, I was feeling like I like it was who was it recently that I was in doubt I was like this can't happen it's not gonna happen they're not gonna send her home uh, and then they did. So it was one of those feelings. Mm. Um, and then they did. And then I looked back and I was like, yeah, I guess I get it. But honestly, ugh, you know, I don't feel so bad about it because Nina West, I feel like she's she's like, you know what? 
World of Wonder, I have Disney now. I got Disney sure. money. Yeah. I'm fine, you know? Yeah. She's so, a different, uh, on a different kind of trajectory. She doesn't need all stars, you know what I mean? Yeah, right. Uh, so season 12, do you want to tell us? Uh, this yeah, was this 12. is a gold mine, right? Gold mine. It is a gold mine. Season 12 and season 13, good golly, Miss Molly. But season 12 obviously has, could be, if we did a bracket, one day, one day we'll do a bracket. <laughs> safe zone bracket. Of safe zone bracket. <laughs> but the first one is from episode four is the profound amount of shock when Aiden Zane, who I believe is, is dressed as the referee mm-hmm. is, is name is, is safe. And I can't remember cause it was then Brita against, I can't remember who she sent home in that one. But was it calorie? No calorie. Kardashian Williams is not on season 12. Oh, I'm thinking of season. What? Ten? <laughs> ten. Yeah. I think. Ten. Calorie was Vanjie in season ten. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah Calorie went home second. Yeah. yeah. Um, so season, uh, we're on season 12, right? Season so, 12, yes. Yeah. She was against, uh, uh, oh, no. It was episode three, Dahlia Sin and Nikki Dahl, and then Britta was against Rockham. Rockham, that's what it was. Thank you. I was like, I can't remember. So it was the shock that, that, you know, Rockham, I think, was in the bottom versus Aiden. I think that was the debate of who was going to be in the bottom. And in this first part of the season, they they did the same thing that they were doing with, like, not with the same context, but kind of when they would show Fifi when Sharon was safe and they'd show Coco and Alyssa. They were doing the same thing with Jan and Britta because they were friends. Right. And so every time Britta was in trouble, they would cut to Jan. And mm. So when Britta ends up winning this lip sync and being safe, someone reaches their hand out and puts it on Jan's shoulder it's to like Ariel. comfort her. It's, it's so Ariel. Stupid. Ariel does it. Uh, and it just made me laugh so much. The hand on Jan's shoulder. Uh, when when did is it when a, I think it is, right? Aiden is safe and Jada goes, bitch. And Jan oh, goes, yeah. oh my God. Because yeah, it's Britta's yeah. up for elimination. So there's yes. also that kind of like yeah, they were re- definitely reacting because Aiden, th- these girls were trying to, you know, what what what's the Lord of the Flies piggy him? You know, they were piggying, they were piggying Aiden. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Who was holding the conch? You know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, who's got the conch? Um, so, uh, who made an episode in Paris? So, uh, or made a, made a music video in Paris? Excuse me, an episode. What is it? A podcast? So. Um, let's move on to episode seven. Now, oh, this, this is, is yeah. this is number one. Uh, this is number one. This is it's there's so much Jan. I know Jan, Jan, Jan. But most people remember, of course, Jan, the infamous face crack, famous face crack, iconic face crack. Oh God, another kind of game changer about high drag on drag. Yes, yeah. like this yeah. is another way to survive past your season. Right, is, is, you know, reacting to this moment of just being safe. And what I love is, is Widow has a talking head while Jan is walking oh, back to the stage. Brilliant. She's like, y'all didn't see Jan's face. <laughs> She's ready to rip, you know, rip faces off. So there's like that, that moment She's in a horror like movie. the villain in a horror movie, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and when you think about it, it's like, you're right. Only really Widow maybe saw that. And so yeah. I love that we got that. <laughs> Because Jan is walking upstage with her back to the camera thinking she can show her ass, so to speak. Mm. And Widow is keeping her honest. But then, yeah, Jan just 
the, the face that we all know. But and and this is of course we've probably talked about this during the episode, but then that's the episode, you know, when Britta's in the bottom and Britta goes home and Jan is inconsolable. I mean, incon fucking solable, wiping her tears with her Michelle Visage scarf. Oh, and you yes. know, it was like, well, what are you really crying about? You know, right? And yeah, I think they question her the next episode. Like, are I you do. just crying because you really lost and it was all an emotion? She's like, no, my friend went home. You know, but I, I again a little. Some more high drag is just wiping your face, right? She's not like using yeah. her hands, you know. She's oh, using yeah. the scarf. <laughs> There's a moment, in, and I think that's the one in season eleven when Evie is crying. She uses, um, she uses part of her outfit oh, to wipe her yeah. tears. She's the denim like right. fringe on, and she's using the fringe to wipe her tears. That's what it is. <laughs> Oh, God. It's so great. So, yeah, using your costume to wipe your tears, Uh, you know. But then there's also Manila Luzon or Nina Bonina Brown with that single tear where you don't wipe the tear. I know. That single tear, it's like somebody told her to keep it. Yeah. Yeah. So there's also the importance of sometimes not wiping your tears, Mm -hmm. you know. Right. Um. So now uh, the next one I have is from episode nine. And this is where we kind of stretch it a little bit to include the judges, because uh, this is when Widow gets eliminated. Mm. And um, maybe you're a firework. Yeah. Yes. Against Jackie. Right. And Jeff Goldblum is inconsolable. And it really is kind of lovely. It's a great touch. It is, yeah. He was really moved by this lip sync. Yeah, I believe it didn't him. feel fake. It didn't feel performative. Yeah. yeah, and it is kind of a beautiful moment. I feel like that was, you know, uh, an amazing moment in the episode. And it wasn't just like this great thing for Jackie and you know this moment dressed up in this uh, you know American flag styled you know hijab and and all of that and winning this lip sync. But it was also then uh, Widow saying to RuPaul like, "I'm sorry, I let you down," and like Ugh. just. Widow just really closing in on herself, and it was mm. yeah, it's really powerful moment. Oh, Widow is don't discount Miss Geist. Widow is oh. a fabulous lip sync. Yeah, she has starships under her belt, and then she did this is my night versus Jan, which was also equally great. And oh. firework was great. She yeah yeah. I would she I would bring her back as an assassin for sure. Oh oh my god, that would like part of me would say, oh, it'd be so cool to see her on an All Star season. But I also love the respect of making her an assassin. Yeah, you know? it's like La La Rie. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like let um, them just wipe the floor with right the and give them that Laganja moment. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, for so, sure. For sure. The last one I have from season twelve is just uh, episode ten. This is when both Jackie and Heidi are in the bottom and they lip sync to "Kill the Lights" and then. Heidi is saved, and then Jackie is also saved, mm. and it just everybody's crying. Jackie's crying. I'm crying. It that one was. It's just one of those moments where everybody. It's late in the season, and everybody's mm-hmm. just like everyone breaks. It's They're so tired. Good. Yeah. They're tired. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's season season twelve was. You know, it had it had a bunch of moments, and I think it starts Jan. You know what I mean? Oh, Jan really. Uh, you know. Uh, I mean, it's funny, you're right. You look back at All Stars six. You look back at at you know season twelve, and it's like Jan didn't win. But when it comes to the memes, when it comes to the memorable moments, Jan's always in there. Oh you know? yeah, yeah, and that's because she also accepts them too. You know, I think she, right. She has a good sense smart. of humor about them. Yeah, yeah, she's smart. Yeah. Uh, let's so, go. Let's do our last season here, Mary. Last season, our last season of of U.S. Drag Race. 
I included uh, season 13, episode five. You know, we talked about this, but when Joey's up for elimination, this is an example of just like dumb safe zone drama of trying to trying trying to make candy look like, you know, the love of her life was about to get, you know, executed. Mm. But where candy then, you know, not to not to discount Miss Muse, it's episode six when candy lip syncs against Tamisha to hit him up style and then she wins and Candy's a wreck and it's when she's apologizing to Tamisha. Oh. Yeah, when she's looking like Yolanda in the car. Oh, <laughs> she is so Yolanda. Oh my God. She is just, yeah, she's oh, a wreck. I did and, love this so much. I really did. Yeah. And I love how Tamisha handled it. I love how Candy was. Hit him Up Style is a fabulous lip sync and I think Candy oh, it did it. I think Candy yep. really just like wrung it all out. She and did. Yeah. And this, yeah, that little moment right before Tamisha leaves, you know, with the hands and, uh, so oh, yeah. fucking and good. And Tamisha's like, it's no thing, no thing, and no problem, you know? And, yeah. and you I'll know, see on tour. Yeah. I'll see on see tour. On the road or whatever. Yeah. I, I get the sense now from the way the issues she's had with folks on social media and with the Tamisha Mon network, I think she's kind of distancing, distancing herself from the Drag Race brand. It's nowhere in her Twitter. Uh, bio that she was on Drag Race. Wow. It's not in any of her pictures. I think that she's like, fuck this fandom. Wow. Uh, Good for and her. And I don't know who's right or who's wrong because I know people had issues with whatever and I'm not I'm not in the mood to drag Tamisha Amon for one thing or the other. No. You know? Like, you who me? are you to drag Tamisha Amon? Like, Ugh. where's your fucking sneaker, mama? Yeah. So, um... <laughs> Where's your Where's your network, Trixie Mattel twenty seven? Yeah, she's um, a B, and you're gonna see it. And you're yeah, she's a bad B, and you're gonna see it. Yeah. Um. So anyway, I you know I'm not gonna jump on the Tamisha you know hating on Tamisha bandwagon. I think this is a great moment. So, um, you know, episode seven is is more of emblematic of many moments of Rose bopping mm. along to the lip sync. Did you watch I, that supercut? There's a no. supercut out there of all of her dad dancing. Oh, that's beautiful. Okay, yeah. well, I will, you know, I'll grease up my palm later and check that out. Oh, my. Um, a moment that we love Ugh. is episode eight when Candy, you know, boy, Candy just gets fucked around this season. She, you know, she lip syncs against Simone in the yellow dress. Simone is saved. Candy is ostensibly sent to Shantae away. <laughs> gets three quarters up the stage. Candy, Candy. And Got Mick is like, oh, I got to get out of the shot. And, <laughs> and it, I could watch her try to, like, the little hands as she's trying to get out of the shot. I could watch that all goddamn day. There's a, there's a, like, a flash of fear from Got Mick, right? Yes. Where she's like, oh, God. Oh, God, I got to get out of here. <laughs> yeah, I'm in trouble. I got to get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what's happening now. Yeah, oops. it's yeah. oops. Yeah, that's a great little moment. Uh, the last one I have, and it's, I, I think it's a nice, it's a nice note to land on because it's not so much drama as it is this really positive, supportive, like sister example. It's really like the Glinda the Good Witch to the Wicked Witch of the West of Coco, Alyssa, Coco and Alyssa crossfade moments mm-hmm. or like, you know cross focus moments. Mm. Um, you know, of, of, you know, shady state, you know, giving each other, you know, shady looks. But in episode 11, uh, I think Simone has already won the challenge or she's just, she safe. did, she did, she did win. She won. And so she's in the back and then they have a shot of Rose in the foreground, Simone in the background, 
Rose also wins. And then you see, you know, Rose turning to Simone and Simone cheering for her from the safe zone. Mm. In the fox outfit. In the fox outfit. I mean, another moment that out of context, I love how bonkers (laughs) it is. But it is a beautiful example of like, you know, almost like the evolution of the show is like now they're showing the queens supporting each other versus Mm. shading each other, you Mm -hmm. know? Right, right. Which if you think about it, all of these... All of these moments in season thirteen, in terms of safe zone drama, are all kind of supportive. You yeah. know, it's it's you know For someone not part, wanting yeah. to see someone leave. It's apologizing. Mm-hmm. It's dancing along. It's someone being saved. You know, it's it's not like oh, it's not Shangela smiling with satisfaction. It's not because, Willem vomiting. Yeah. So yeah. It, 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 some of these moments become kind of micro examples of the tone of the show evolving as well. Sure. Yeah. I just love the. The contestants are humans, uh, you know, when they're in the safe zone and we kind of get yeah. to witness that. And they're, you know, at summer camp then, um, you know, well, I, I think that's kind of the joy of this and maybe why what drew us to do this is that more or less these are meant to be and often are organic moments and unplanned. And like they are mm-hmm. sometimes they're happy accidents, like it was caught on camera, you know, right. it, it feels like something they the producer couldn't plan to catch, you know. And so I think that's what makes some of these moments feel special is that like, you know, no one told them to do it and they didn't necessarily know they were going to be seen doing it, you know. Yeah. I, one moment from an all star season that I think. Would have probably made a list if we did All-Stars, although I think it's such a different context. Is it? Am I wrong? When Chad goes, yes, yes, he's in the that, safe zone? Yes, he's in the safe zone. That, I think, is when Juju B and Raven are both safe after the, the dancing on my own lip sync. That's okay. a great example, yeah, of, of Chad going, yes! <laughs> uh, and also, I guess the other one would be, and it's not really the safe zone, though, but it's when All-Stars 3 when Shangela gets the realization that she's not in the top two, like that, oh, that reaction that shot. Yeah. 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 Not um, safe. And zone, but, but not yeah, safe. Not safe at all. I'm sure there was reactions to Ben sending herself home and whatnot, but there's uh, I'd still love it. Akiria clapping along to do a leap. Uh, the Trinity uh, K Bonet lip sync. Oh yes. Yes. Oh, which reminds me. And maybe this is a really perfect safe zone moment to, to end on, but I, I remember this was, and it's not drama, but of course, season four, the This Will Be lip sync mm. would not be complete without the shot of Latrice getting her goddamn life clapping mm. along in the mm-hmm. background. Totally. Uh, it's, it makes me so happy because she has a talking head, I think, of like, you know, something about commenting on the lip sync and then it cuts to her clapping along. And I just love you know latrice supporting dita it's mm. it's a great moment but that's um that's the last one i think on my mind of of safe zone moments for today all right marys well this will be the end of the episode uh for part one we have the international seasons to discuss uh for our next uh part two of yes. Safe Zone Drama, uh, which will be coming soon. Uh, thanks so much for listening this long, Marys. Thanks so much for keeping the lights on at All Right, Mary. We do all this sleuthing, all these talking stuff, all this stuff for you. Um, and we love you for that. 
Yeah. And obviously, as comprehensive as we try to be, we may have missed some moments. Mm. So what are your favorite moments that we didn't talk about? What are your favorite moments that we did talk about? Should we do a safe zone bracket? Important questions. Um, yeah, next week we will be back with Safe Zone Drama, the international edition. I, I'm just going to let you know up front, it's not going to include Drag Race Holland. So, um, Thanks for letting them know that. That's important. I just thought, you know, just prepare people that I don't, I just, come on, guys. Be kind. All right, Mary. Uh, well, Marys, thanks so much for listening. We will see you next week. So many times I stand alone When all of my friends see me And they call me to weep and moan Oh, I'm standing in a safety zone So many times I stand alone And if you want to get to heaven Oh, you better stay well, how well do I remember? Oh, when first I.